0: Now playing. Why so serious? What is the Matrix?
1: Have you ever danced to the devil in the pale moonlight? No, uh,
0: what's in the bar? He
1: likes scary movies. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? You talking to me? You talking to me? Movie Reviews
0: in 20 Q's Hello good people and welcome to the podcast Movie Reviews in 20 Q's. The show where we like to review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful Questions about it. Normally we have three hosts, but this week, uh, yeah, I was only able to convince one person. But, uh, just like my sex life, it's always good when we've got at least one person there. Stacey, how are you, Stacey?
1: One other person.
0: One other person. <laughs>
1: I'm great. Hopefully it's mostly me as the one other person.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, occasionally I do have Mrs. Pamela and her five daughters, but that's enough of that conversation. So, uh, long-time fans of the show, got a bit of an announcement for this episode. As you guys would have seen by the title, we're doing two films, aren't we, Stacey?
1: Yes, we are. It's very exciting. I think the reason for this is we neither of us could be bothered talking about either of these movies for an entire 20 questions.
0: Spoiler alert about our <laughs> on this film stays.
1: So we decided to condense it down and minimise the pain.
0: Sweet. And now to decide what we're going to do first, we're going to flip a coin and uh, see which film we're going to do first. So here we go. Hey, wait, wait, wait.
1: Oh, it's spinning. It's spinning.
0: Heads for tags, tails for, uh, I feel, I feel pretty. pretty, and it's heads, it's tag. Whoop. Tag, you are the winner. So basically, yeah, we're going to do two comedy films that came out this year. The one is the Amy Schumer starring film, I Feel Pretty, but first up is Tag, starring Ed Helms, John Hamm, Jeremy Renner, Leslie Bibb, Rashida Jones. Uh, who else we got in that? Jake Johnson.
1: Isla Fisher. Oh yeah, Hannibal Buress.
0: Oh, I love Hannibal Buress. Oh, same. But uh, yeah, let's have, uh, have a just quick squiz at the reviews for tag here. Uh, IMDb have this at 6.6 6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes have this at 55%. And Metacritic at 56%. Not often we see Metacritic topping Rotten Tomatoes, eh, anyway. No. Oh, that's something different. Mm. Anywho, uh, Stacey has a score out of 10,000. Touches on the body. What would you give tag?
1: <laughs> I would give this... Four thousand nine hundred and twenty two. Tags.
0: Eesh.
1: <laughs> very, very borderline. I was just contemplating whether to tip over the 5,000 or not. I think not. Oh, that's
0: ruthless.
1: <laughs> what about you, Sam?
0: Oh, come on, Stacey. At least four or five times during this film, I did get a loud squawk of uh, what I, what's typically known as Stacey Laughter out of you, didn't we? Or...
1: Yeah, we did, but that we'll get into that later. That was okay. basically the Hannibal Buress one-liners yeah. sprinkled throughout, which maybe he was ad-libbing because it didn't sound like... Like they came from the writer of this movie
0: <laughs> <laughs> interesting so for me this was a recommendation from paul and wayne over at the countdown podcast that uh, you guys have uh, heard me guest on their episodes and we've had paul on our thing episode i basically yeah they sort of raved about this movie pretty hard on the recent episode the top 10 last 10 and you know what i really enjoyed it did you yeah, sam i don't reckon these reviews are really sort of reflective of how good this film is i'm gonna give it like about 7000 672
1: wow okay yeah like it's it's a, it's a
0: solid solid comedy for me it's very rare that you get a comedy that i'd put in the eight or nine thousands so that's sort of reflective of how we score these things mm. or
1: how well, i score these things i'm gonna have to um listen to paul and wayne's podcast and get educated on um this movie <laughs> maybe
0: are you starting to think that you might have watched a completely different film from
1: <laughs> yep maybe <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that maybe we even watched a completely different film while in the same room together?
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I said at the start of the podcast, what we do is we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. But obviously, because we're doing two films, we're going to do 10 questions each. We are going to do the same 10 questions. Ten of our usual questions that we can apply to any film that we've got, you know, we've got a bit of a list of those and we've picked uh, these ten. Uh, We've got our Patreon question in there as well and we've got a question that was also submitted by one of our patrons that we can just throw in there for a bit of a laugh.
1: Before we get into the questions, let's uh, hit people with the plot. Oh yeah, sorry, i
0: was about to skip all over that. Yeah, so what is the plot of the film tag for those that are not going to go see the film?
1: And also, just to clarify whether or not we watch the same film, (laughs) (laughs) just to confirm. Okay, so Childhood Friend. Jerry, Callahan, Randy, Sable and Hoagie have been competing in the same game of tag for 30 years. When Jerry gets married, he attempts to retire from the intense annual game without ever being it, causing the other four to band together and go to extreme lengths to finally tag him. Mm. So yeah, it's the same movie?
0: Yeah, it is. That's exactly <laughs> the same film. And that's, it's like, for a guy, just a typical dude, I think this is like an awesome film and i think maybe like this is where critics and other people don't get this is for most guys out there they've got a good group of friends i've known for their entire life that they still talk about the same stories and you know maybe they get a little bit different or they get a little bit worse or bigger or you know in my case i exaggerate the shit out of everything that we did at high school or something like that but you still got that same group of stories the same rules and all those sorts of social constructs that uh, go on whenever you get together and i think this film reminds me, especially of that, like of a good group of friends and all the stupid shit we get up to. So I think it m- maybe touches a soft spot on my uh, oh. penis. So yeah. Mm. <laughs> There's not too many soft spots on that thing. Anywho, <laughs> should we get into the question?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Excellent. So yeah, compliment sandwich. One thing good, one thing bad, and one thing good about this film, Stacey. And good luck to you in finding two things good because your face is blanking.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm just She's gonna a blank, man. <laughs> okay, so straight out of the gate, John Ham is the first one good thing. You've
0: got a mess of white on for John Ham, don't you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I love him. In most things that he's in, I feel his character in this movie was a little uh, thin you know in terms of not much substance yeah but anyway whatever he was in it that was awesome the bad thing about this movie is
0: <laughs> Drumroll roll please oh she's now currently pulling out what looks like an encyclopedia sized <laughs> stack of papers just keep it a one thing hero eh?
1: Yeah, okay. I don't know if it's a trope or whatever, about the wedding. And always in these kind of comedies, there's got to be a wedding and something's got to go wrong. I just, I thought they could have rested it on something slightly different, a different situation.
0: Right, right.
1: So then my final good thing is... Can I oh, just one more bad thing before I move on to my good thing is come on, Isla Fisher. You're, you can actually be a really funny, good actress. Why choose all these crazy chick roles? Be as good as you actually are. <laughs> if you know what I mean? <laughs> and my final good thing is, yep, it's got to be those one liners from my favorite thing to come out of Board City. Hannibal and Abby Well yeah they are they are the solid but to come out of it and to act in other movies and things like that I think this is my favorite performance from a Broad City actor.
0: Broad City being an amazingly weird and bizarre comedy that we both enjoy. It's a comedy that when I watched with Stacey I was like there's no way Stacey would enjoy this stuff and she loves it.
1: What about you Sam what's your compliment sandwich for Tag?
0: My compliment sandwich is one of the best parts is the fact that Jeremy Renner throughout the film has this Sherlock Holmes like ability to read the situation and to see how they're going to tag him and all that sort of stuff, he's a sleuth like he's Sherlock Holmes, he's Jason Bourne, he's next level, and it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. My bad thing, and I'm surprised Stacey didn't bring this up. Is there's a couple of superfluous characters. They don't need to be in there. They're sort of ram jammed in to try and. <laughs> oh, yes. One of it is the Wall Street. Like we discover at the end that yes, it is based on a Wall Street Journal article, and so they basically come up with this bizarre premise in order for this wall street journalist to go along with them to you know just pack up your bags and sweet i'm out of here i'm just gonna go on two weeks leave while following these guys around bizarre
1: she did not have a reason for being in any scene she was just standing there like a dork for most of it
0: it would have been better if she would found out about this game and then was just like hey i heard about this game heard about how you guys play it i'd like to follow you guys around you know what I mean? Like if they'd found another plot device to put her in there, or even just scrap her.
1: Yeah, just scrap her and her articles based on their retelling of it, the events.
0: Yeah, or she could be one of their wives, and she's just like at a low point, trying to write an article, and just came up with uh, this is the is the thing. Mm, yeah. And finally, my favourite thing about this film is the mystery of it. Like, you never really do know exactly what is going to happen. Like, like Jeremy Renner's character, uh, Jerry, has just got it so figured out from start to finish that it's like a good murder mystery. You're wondering what the fuck fucking fucky fuck is happening
1: yeah or what's actually true and what's false and are they just part of the truman show is the wedding even real i would have been happier had the wedding been a complete fake
0: yeah exactly another thing too is i got to give the film its dues it had the balls to fake a miscarriage which i don't think i've ever seen and done in a film before
1: yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very questionable.
0: (laughs) Very questionable. But that moves us on to question number two. What is it, Stace?
1: This is our Patreon cue from Phil Joinsen. What object would you definitely want? Or not want to be from this movie.
0: Little known fact, Phil Joyntzen is actually the sexiest man on the face of the planet. And if you too want to become the sexiest man on the face of the planet, why don't become one of our $5 Patreons and get your question inserted into us. (laughs) Into us? Into our questions. (laughs) Into our questions every week. Uh, What object would I definitely want or not want to be? I've got a bit of a crush for Procedure Jones. Oh yeah. Her apparel?
1: (laughs) (laughs) She pretty white red lipstick. She's very stylish, always, and in this movie as well. So, good choice, Sam.
0: I'm going to try and leave that as yeah, less creepy as possible. What about you, Stace?
1: So, there's an object in this film I wouldn't want to be, and that is a log. A log? That's correct. <laughs> in the scene near the end of the a movie. Log. Where they are in the forest, and they've cut down a tree, created this elaborate log trap uh similar to the log that we see um in the predator movie where arnie traps a predator and whacks him with the log <laughs> oh, yeah, as it's swinging right. down from the trees i just don't want to be involved in this game attack therefore i do not want to be a log
0: you don't want to be swinging you know minding your own business and then swinging through the jungle and smoking jake johnson in the chest and giving him a concussion or whatever nah, no no really? way really yeah weren't you telling me that you really want to smoke jake johnson wasn't that what you were saying
1: no (laughs) he wasn't he smoking the entire movie oh that's right you you
0: really wanted to smoke the stuff jake johnson had (laughs) now it makes sense that's right you're like well that stuff looks awesome man
1: yeah that sounds like something i'd say you're
0: living in opposite land at the moment might as well just move us on to question number three right which character from this film just clearly needs to get laid
1: Chili, jake johnson's character that we were just talking about he has the hots for rashida jones's character cheryl they had a crush on each other at high school or in the early 20s or whenever and there's always been a bit of competition between him and John Hamm's character Bob Callahan. so I mean chilly he's down and out he's the one who seems to have the least going for him in his life he's moved back with his dad he's just smoking dope not really doing a lot so you know I feel bad for him he needs something to brighten up his day what about you Sam?
0: Easy answers. The other one that you mentioned, John Ham's character, Bob Callahan. Now, don't look at me with those little doe eyes. Don't offer yourself as tribute here, Stace. <laughs> hey, John Ham, oh. if you're listening, fuck you, pal. You stay away from my ginger princess, Weird, weirdo. You stay the fuck away from him, John Ham. I'm gonna make you into a roast pork.
1: I bet he's never heard that before.
0: You're gonna be a pulled pork sandwich, John Ham.
1: <laughs> you're gonna pull John Ham Is oh, that God, what you're Janice. saying. <laughs> You I'm going to pull right John Ham's
0: pork, uh, pork sword. Great! <laughs> I have walked into John Ham's pork sword. I can't believe I have.
1: So maybe it's just it's maybe than it's backing. Sam into it, suppose, needs to clearly hear <laughs> that. Okay, moving right along. Question number four: If you were a recruitment consultant, what job would this movie be suitable for?
0: Uh, definitely taking care of kids, like a you know summer holiday camp sort of thing you know oh, yeah. did you ever get that happen to you when you were a kid where your mum was like i've had f- right enough of you get the hell out of my house and then she takes you down to some camp and then yeah you know they have to ring her and be like you got to come back and pick up your son when i not actually I'm actually a camp did you ever get that <laughs> no, <but you? laughs> no. Oh, okay what about you
1: this movie would be perfect to be a murder mystery night event Oh like a host
0: or something
1: Yeah that's right Like, Like what we had in Game Night Twists and turns You never really know what the actual story is And what's real and what's not so that's the job I think it would be suitable for.
0: Shit, that's a good pick, Stace. How'd you come up with that one?
1: Oh, I don't know. These just things just come into my ears sometimes. <laughs> just
0: come into your ears. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell are you on about? Anywho, that just moves us on to the next question. We might sit around pondering that pleasant image. Question number five. What subplot from this film would make for its own awesome spin-off movie?
1: I think the... I can't, it's, this is a really hard one because in this movie there isn't a lot of subplot it is just the plot of the movie you know a little bit about the characters but you don't really care about them yeah. that a great deal so i'm gonna go with the main subplot that we could see and that is the isla fisher ed helms marriage so this is like a prequel how did they meet and how is such a straight guy going out with a crazy chick
0: i'm glad you see the prequel because the sequel is a movie about a dude battling cancer by the sound of it.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We don't want <laughs> yeah. to know that. We want we want a prequel going, Ish. how did they get together? Weird. Fair enough. It's kind of like you and me.
0: <laughs> not the only one that wonders how we got together Stacey. i've received many texts dms emails most people don't even comment on the show they just comment on our relationship <laughs> just kidding okay this is really hard because all of these characters seem to live some like depressing ass lives man like one of them ed helms is dying from cancer and you know just lives completely living for this game john ham is uh head of a successful company but he suffers from anxiety Chili has been divorced and lives with his dad and smokes weed all the time. Isla Fisher is just absolutely insane. Sable has mental health issues and is like seeing a counselor about it. It's really hard to pick one of these guys... And then Jerry is like a recovering alcoholic. So...
1: But is that a cover? I don't think he was an alcoholic. I think that was a ploy.
0: I thought he was legit serious about that.
1: But wouldn't it be interesting to follow him and find out how he got to this Sherlock Holmes level of...
0: Let me into something that gives a decent enough answer for this. An origin story for Jerry where did he learn all these secret powers how did he come up with the ability to be able to read any situation and find a way out of it and for what other purposes does he use these powers
1: (laughs) wow that sounds a heck of a lot more exciting than the hawkeye origin story (laughs) And I'm, I was wondering while I was watching this movie. Is, putting is a the-
0: garbage bin on my head and banging it repetitively with a frying pan. It sounds more interesting than the flippin' Hawkeye movie.
1: Well, I was thinking maybe he was running around filming Tag, and that's why he couldn't be in the Affinity War. Is
0: that what happened? <laughs> yeah, sure. Playing Tag. That's it. That's the true Hawkeye origin story. Mm. Hear to here first tag's now part of the mcu
1: anyway question number six what deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film sam
0: well the obvious one is what level or extremity would i go in order to convince my friends that they shouldn't tag me because as we mentioned they went to the, you know they're faking things they're dressing up in outfits and all that sort of stuff like how far would i push it to not get tagged or to tag people
1: Mm. and would you apply for a job as a janitor at your friend's (laughs) multinational company just so you could roll into the conference room while he was having an interview
0: you know how much i clean up around the house could you imagine me cleaning for someone for minimum wage
1: yes but this guy didn't do any cleaning he just got hired he just talked the talk
0: that's true he gave himself away too that's what i found a bit bizarre was he went straight in there could have walked up behind him and gone tag yeah. and made it real subtle, but instead he goes in there and makes a fucking jackass of himself.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what's got me off on the wrong foot with this entire movie because I thought, come on, is this entire movie going to be so clumsy as this first opening True, sequence? True, yeah, yeah. So my debate is I'm wondering what isla fisher's motivation for all of this is she's really really into this game of tag that she can't even play in and she is kind of like an assistant to hoagie to try and help him out and help out the entire crew so by the end of the movie it does unravel potentially why she's so involved in this year's game to to support her husband who may not be around for the next game of tag yeah but then I started thinking about my life and thinking about all the crazy things I do to support things that you like doing. <laughs> wow.
0: You are an enabler, Stacey. And
1: now I'm wondering why.
0: <laughs> oh, damn it.
1: Kind of like this podcast. Like two years ago when we first got this up and running, I honestly never thought I would still be here. I thought I would have been replaced long ago <laughs> with someone far better.
0: Well, it's because you're the star of the show, Stacey. You are. Everyone loves you.
1: Oh. we thanks, all think Sam. you're
0: great. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of the voices in my head thinks you're amazing.
1: And that's Except a lot. For
0: one of them, and oh,
1: <laughs> I don't want to hear that voice. If I listened
0: to him, I would be in jail. Uh, next question. <laughs> mm. Okay, it's so a question number seven. What quote from this film would be the most inappropriate thing to say after you've finished making love to your partner?
1: Well, I knew that I was doomed as soon as I heard this line in the movie.
0: Tell me intrigued.
1: It's going to be repeated often in this house. Not from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> ever. This is probably the only time you'll ever hear this words. Isla Fisher's character, Anna Molloy, at one stage says, Suck my tiny ginger balls. <laughs>
0: so that oh, ginger princess that is perfect
1: oh um, yes i knew you would like that
0: <laughs> good work stacy
1: what about you sam what's your one-liner
0: okay so my line that i would definitely not use after making love to my partner is to finish and then look at her and go i think your dad would have really wanted you to be it <laughs> look at that creep. out mate.
1: yeah that's that is not a good time to say that line <laughs> okay so question eight how would you incorporate Nicolas cage into this movie
0: i would have him as lou the bartender who has a quite prominent role in the film and he loses his shit quite a few times. Great opportunity, great potential for a massive freakout from Nick Cage.
1: Yeah, to have a tantrum because he's not included in the game of tag. <laughs> I'm going to pull Nick Cage straight out of those opening scenes of Face Off and just have him as the wedding celebrant in his, you know, his kind of like (laughs) Caster Troy black cape singing in the choir outfit.
0: You want Caster Troy as a wedding celebrant? Serious?
1: And then it would be even funnier because when Ed Helm's character jumps out of the back, uh, back row and runs up to tackle them and gets the celebrant he'd be tackling down Nick Cage
0: yes oh damn it well done say that is perfect (laughs) moves us on to the next question now Taram Hollock, a good fan of the show hello out there to you and your amazing family in Colorado anyway one question that she suggested is which three characters from this film would you want to rescue you from a kidnapper now well we're probably going to have the same one right we're both going to want Jerry you can have Jerry I'll Take Jerry, who would you have? Let's have a little draft here. Who would you take?
1: Ed Helms.
0: You're gonna take the guy that's currently very dire condition. Okay, sweet.
1: But hey, but prior to that, he put his body on the line and went above and beyond in most situations.
0: That is true. I am gonna take Leslie Bibbs character of Susan Rollins, who can fake a baby, who can is a very talented actress, who'll be able to talk (laughs) away into different places.
1: I'm gonna go with Isla Fisher's character, Anna Malloy, Hoagie's wife, because she is, like you say, a great enabler, and she would go above and beyond also to help rescue me.
0: The woman that at one point tried to waterboard Thomas Middlechurch in a gym.
1: Yeah, exactly. So she'd attack the, my kidnapper.
0: Yep. And when this all turns to shit, and I'm going to want the most richest guy in the film, I'm going to take Bob Callahan, John Hamm's character.
1: Oh, burn. That was my third one. Oh. So... I think in that case, my third choice would be chili. I think he'd be able to put up a good smokescreen or something like that. (laughs) He seems very unassuming, but you just never know.
0: True. That's a good answer. Cool. And finally, question number 10.
1: What top 10 list would you have this movie on?
0: I would have this on the top 10 performances by Ed Helms.
1: Yeah, it was quite good, eh? I was worried at the start that it would be just the same from The Hangover, the boring dentist character, but he was more evolved than that in this movie and he was quite intriguing
0: we saw an emotional debt from him that you don't normally see from characters in these films what about you says?
1: this is going in a top 10 of movies with a really good cast that just don't cut it for me
0: blasphemy <laughs> that's true but i uh, respectively disagree with you because this movie's fucking awesome and now we're awkwardly steering at each yeah, other. Yeah, we're
1: having a bit of a stare-off here. So that brings us down to the wrap up of tag. So anything else to say before we move on to our second movie?
0: Yes, you're it.
1: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and my final wrap up is you don't grow old because you stop playing, you no hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't. stop do No, you don't <laughs> stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I think that was basically the highlight of the movie. It has quite a sweet sentiment.
0: Okay, so that's tagged, done, and dusted, and moves us on to the next film, I Feel Pretty. We're gonna do the same ten questions and apply it to this film. I feel pretty. Has a score on IMDB of 5.3 out of ten. And it has a metacritic score of forty-seven percent. Now, Stacy, what would you give the film I Feel Pretty as a score out of ten thousand?
1: Three thousand. 000... Three
0: hundred and thirty-three. Less than tag. Yep. I am going to give this a score of one. (laughs) First time in movie reviews in 20Q's history, I literally am giving it the minimum score applicable to a film.
1: You think this is worse than Suicide Squad?
0: Yes. Whoa. Unofficially, I didn't give the notebook a score out of 10,000. I'd still give the notebook, you know, at least a couple of thousand. This, I'm giving it a score of one.
1: Wow. I can't wait to hear your compliment sandwich, Sam. (laughs) It might be really have a lot of fillings, movie, but not not many, not much holding it in.
0: <laughs> Every Friday, I sit down and watch a horror movie. This was the most horrific Friday movie I have watched in my entire life.
1: I can tell by the look on your face. Normally, when you are watching your horror movies, you are just chilling, you are just watching them, but not with this one. <laughs> your face was saying it all. Anywho.
0: I'm going to soldier through this. What is the plot for the film? I feel pretty, Stacey.
1: Okay, for people who don't want to watch this, and that should be everybody, a woman who struggles with feelings of insecurity and inadequacy on a daily basis wakes from a fall believing she is suddenly the most beautiful and capable woman on the planet. With this newfound confidence, she is empowered to live her life fearlessly and flawlessly. But what will happen when she realizes her appearance never changed? (sighs) I don't actually think that's the plot. I actually think it's a woman wakes from a fall, the bitchiest, most heinous woman on earth.
0: Yeah, she comes out a complete scumbag.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, Sam, let's kick us off. Why don't you kick us off with the first compliment sandwich?
0: Do I have... Yes,
1: you have to. Three things, come on. One good, one bad, one good.
0: One good thing about this film and i'm clutching at straws here is that there is a a guy who runs a bar that has a bikini competition for 500 bucks on just like a tuesday after or it's like a Saturday afternoon or something like that it's not even like a, a big thing and she immediately goes in it uh he's got like a couple of decent lines and busy phillips and uh, lauren hutton are quite funny like they're good actresses i like them and michelle williams is way too gives. No one told you Michelle Williams. She was in such a shitty film. She gives a great performance. I hundred Michelle Williams is good all the time. Mm. That's it. My bad thing is where to start. Really, I just did not enjoy this film at all. There was nothing I felt redeemable about this film. It was just horrendous. <laughs>
1: Okay, and one final good thing?
0: The final good thing is that, amazingly for a comedy, this has a runtime of 1 hour 51 minutes. And the good thing is it's not 1 hour 52 minutes, or 53 minutes, (laughs) or 54 minutes, or something like that. That's the best thing about this film, is that it's not fucking longer.
1: You don't think they could have extended any scenes? Do you or, want or to watch They could do have it? put Just some cut? jokes in
0: it. That would have been interesting.
1: <laughs> they could have extended it with jokes. They could have padded it out a bit with some jokes.
0: Okay, no, actually, that goes there. My, the worst thing about this film for me is that she hits her head and then she's convinced that she's completely different, looks all that sort of stuff. And at no point does anybody get a chance to say anything funny to her or to comment on or anything like that like every single person that she meets it's the same joke over and over again like do you even know what you look like oh you're ugly oh what are you doing here oh you're horrendous oh it's like every single person's walking around where new york it just just hates this woman inexplicably hates this woman although when she gets her head hit i can see why they hate this woman (laughs) it's insane like it's insane and and like no one else that's the other part too is no one else has any comedy to work with amy schumer has apparently all the comedic lines everyone else is just there to be a mirror of oh but you're not even pretty why would you think you're interesting or cool or attractive that is every other character's motivation every other single character
1: Okay, so my compliment sandwich Ugh. is one good thing. You already mentioned it, and I 1,000% agree. Michelle Williams knocked it out of the park. Her character in this movie was very bizarre and weird, and but she really pulled it off, and she brought a bit of class to the movie.
0: Michelle Williams is easily one of the best actresses working today.
1: Agreed. Uh, the bad thing is... I don't know how to put this into words... <laughs> But I am so disappointed. Like, As a female, I love the premise of this movie. Yeah. Every female in the entire world has insecurities and feels inadequate in some ways. However... <laughs> This movie just didn't, it could have taken that topic and elevated it and treated it really intelligently and had some smart wit and humor and really made a big punch and an impact in the world. But it just didn't. It just fell flat. It, It felt to me like it just sagged down with all of those horrible, nasty, bitchy people and society and the way it views females and all of that stuff.
0: It's almost like they could have used her to empower women to be like, hey, I actually am pretty.
1: Yeah, and, and I can be fearless and a great person.
0: And no. other people around me can be like, wow, you're really confident now. Wow, yeah. you're really cool
1: and upbeat. And what's happened
0: to you? What's your secret sort of thing? And it could have like actually yes. said something about society like, hey, if we stop giving a shit about all our tiny insecurities – We can accomplish anything. Exactly. And on the flip side, even like Emily Ratajkowski's character, there was like some little semblance there of like, oh, you know, some guy's broken up with me sort of thing. Mm. And it's like, you know, look, everyone's got insecurities. We've all got downfalls. We've all got problems. You know, we've all got phobias all that sort of shit. It could have done that. Instead, it did this.
1: (laughs) Did this. Which was
0: take a shit and then press it into a DVD player. (laughs) And play it for me on a Saturday night and it was funny because i remember you looking at me and going you're right and i was like i'm trying to work out who this movie's made for
1: yes i agree with you who is this movie made for and my final good thing is i actually really liked the actor who played ethan rory scovell so this movie yeah, that's a good
0: point he was right
1: he and this movie introduced me to a new actor that i didn't know about before
0: Cool, to so question number two. What object from this film would you definitely want or not want to be?
1: I would not want to be her the white dress that she took to the dry cleaners.
0: Oh, that's a good pick.
1: Where the dry cleaner professed quite loudly that he could not get her red wine vomit stain out of it. Yeah. So here you go, have it back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that, that thing's been wrecked.
1: <laughs> what about you? Uh,
0: I wouldn't want to be the seat on the at the cycling class that breaks
1: yeah or which time the time where she bruises her vagina and then she goes back to the class and then smashes her head on it
0: yeah i, I think i'd be <laughs> cursed i'm pretty sure that machine isn't long for the world and i'd be getting thrown in the scrap heap that thing is broken it doesn't have a very good life it's getting destroyed by a normal-sized woman
1: <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking i'm very defective and faulty And I would be getting wrecked.
1: Question three. What character just clearly needs to get laid?
0: I'm going to go with uh, Tom Hopper's character.
1: Damn it! Yeah, I see
0: you eyeing that up on the uh, screen in front of us. Tom Hopper's character, who plays Michelle Williams, uh, the fashionista's brother. And he's just a grumpy bastard who just, I don't know. I feel like he had a lot more in this film, but they've cut out a lot of it. Because I feel like he was supposed to be the villain, but he's not really that villainous. Mm. Yeah, I don't he, know. He
1: didn't make a lot of sense. Grand Claire is his character name in the movie. And he's good looking from a really wealthy and famous and influential family. I mean, he should be getting laid. So I'm going to go with somebody who potentially isn't but it would be really nice if he did for his own sake. And that's Mason. Oh,
0: Mason was the man.
1: The IT guy or the AV dude or whatever he was. Actually, he was a real creep. <laughs> who worked with uh, Amy Schumer's character down in the basement when before she got transferred up into the fancy corporate head office. I feel that maybe if he got out a bit more, and I don't know where I'm going. That's just the my film, answer. Didn't he
0: say he got laid? And then she was like, congrats, good for you. And he was like, there's no one there or something like that. Like he made a masturbation Uh, joke or something, didn't he? I don't know. Moving on to the next question. (laughs) If you're a recruitment consultant, what job would this movie be suitable for?
1: You know, I'm going to give this movie a job and it's going to be punishment for Sam. What? So... Anytime I feel that you've broken the rules, done something wrong, need to be punished for something, I'm going to put this movie on, tape your eyes open, and (laughs) tie you up and make you watch it.
0: (laughs) How long after you marry someone can you get an annulment?
1: (laughs) I'm just laughing thinking about that. That's so funny. You sadistic mother flipper. Well, you've made me watch a lot of questionable movies, so you know.
0: I think you owe me at the moment. I'm going to go with a parking inspector. Someone that goes around and body gives you fines for, because you hate them anyway. So it's easy to hate this film. Makes sense.
1: Okay. <laughs> Interesting angle. Yeah,
0: parking warden. Why not?
1: Sure. Question five Which subplot from the movie would make an awesome spin off?
0: None of it. Next. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Okay. I, I want to see more of the guy that runs the bar that has uh, bikini competitions <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon <laughs> on a Saturday <laughs> with no thoroughfare or announcements or something. He has this annual bikini competition at like the most random time, not like on a Saturday night or anything yeah. like that or Friday night. Just So I think that guy lives a pretty interesting life.
1: Okay. So my spinoff is going to be the Vivian and Jane spin off movie. I wanna see how their I want to, oh, yeah. her mates. I wanna yeah. see how their group of dates went and what transpired with those guys after old bitchy McBitch face left them to it. <laughs> a
0: bitchy McBitch
1: <laughs> That's what she was. They look like funny, fun girls and um those guys look pretty interesting. He had a nice scarf <laughs> That's that's
0: an interesting question though, as well. Is what happened to the third guy in that group of date? Like, wow, think about it. He
1: just dropped off.
0: Yeah, just see you later, poor oh. dude. Anywho, number six. What deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film?
1: Why did this massive multinational fashion company have an offshoot office in a basement with two people in it? Yes. What a complete waste of time! They could have had them in the basement at their existing building.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And two people to run a m- the IT side of a massive company.
1: <laughs>
0: Weird. One of which does, well, both of them, don't really do any work.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. What was your philosophical debate, Sam?
0: How could this film be better?
1: And what was your debate sides? What were your pros and cons? Look, on look. There? I
0: don't want to be too mean about this film. Like a lot of people have invested a lot of time and money and effort going into making this film. It's just not for me, and that's my own opinion on this film. <laughs> Yeah, that was my deep philosophical debate, is how much could be changed to the film in order to make it good?
1: Actually, not a lot. Like, they were so close. Like, the premise could have been quite funny. They could have given some comedic lines to some other characters, changed the lead actress, dealt with it more intelligently, and could have dragged it over the line
0: yeah that was the only thing that pissed me off the most about this film this and happy death day basically acknowledge that they are somewhat ripoffs of other films In happy death day they at the end of the film he's like have you seen groundhog day she's like no what's that film and it's like well yeah this was groundhog day but a horror movie and in this film she actually watches big where the character in big wishes he was big an adult and then goes out and has some magic happen. She then does the exact same thing. Goes out and tries to have the magic happen. And then she magically has it happen to her. And then she. And but they, just because you've spoken to it, Just because you're like. Hey yeah we know. Hey uh, <laughs> wink wink. ha. Ha ha. <laughs> That doesn't
1: excuse it. You know what would have made it more interesting is if it was more like a Freaky Friday where they she swapped bodies with the other model chick at the Soul Cycle.
0: Oh, the Emily Ratajkowski. That yeah. actually
1: could, could have been more interesting.
0: Yeah, that would have been awesome. What about, listen, just hear me out. <laughs> what about a film where the main character is a guy and he's like a bit of a womanizer? You know, like imagine like a Mel Gibson type or something like that. But then he has something magical happen to him and then you he can hear women's thoughts. So he knows exactly what women are thinking. <laughs> he It's like he knows what women want. Imagine that as a
1: film. Oh, I can't imagine, Sam. That's just crazy.
0: And imagine that. Imagine that Like he loses the ability at the end, and then he discovers everything that was in him was all along, and he also works for an advertising company. Imagine that. Imagine if in, he's trying to get the big job, and then he does it with a Hail Mary pass. Imagine, holy shit, this movie ripped off all
1: my women want. This movie actually ripped, ripped off a lot of movies. And another bad thing this film. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is not 10 or 20 or 30 yes, bad things yes, about yes, this yes. movie. Seven. What quote from this movie would be the worst thing to say after having sex?
0: I can eat whatever I want and still look like this.
1: I'm not sure you know what a sneak peek means.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of those would be a little bit weird. Agreed. Okay, question number eight. For the first time in my history, I think I'm reading out this question. How would you incorporate Nicolas Cage into this film?
1: Okay, so she falls off the bike at Soul Cycle, hits her head, and wakes up. Instead of looking in the mirror and going, I'm beautiful. She's channeling Nicolas Cage, and she says, I'm a vampire! what the
0: hell <laughs> and that's gonna give you nightmares for the next 17 lifetimes that's a great answer i don't even think i'm gonna stop that i'm just gonna skip to the next question
1: question nine what three characters would you want to help rescue you from a kidnapper
0: i'm gonna go with grant leclerc the boss's brother oh yeah a bit of an arrogant shithead he looks like he works out he, yeah. he looks quite ripped and it's quite good muscle. And he's
1: got money so he could pay, yeah. pay for awesome. you to get on.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah, that's a, that's, that's a good point. Hi, oh, hello. Uh, and would also go with Mason. <laughs> now, the thing for me is Mason's an IT genius, and so he'd be able to track down the kidnappers and work out where they are. He'd be the guy in the chair, like Ned in Spider-Man Homecoming. He's the man in the chair.
1: Yeah, watching porn while everyone's out there doing stuff.
0: Yeah, well, that's probably what I'd be doing if one of my friends got kidnapped. Uh, and then uh, finally, I'd pick Renee Bennett. I'd pick the main character, Amy Schumer. I'd want her to come rescue me when, after she's sustained the first head injury when she's a com- <laughs> when she's a complete and utter psychopath. That's the one I want.
1: Okay, so her new love interest, Ethan, and her best friends, Vivian and Jane, uh, they are just lovely, kind-hearted people, and they would come and get you.
0: Yeah, I don't reckon they'd be too good at rescuing you, though
1: why not Uh, a bit disorganized probably
0: yeah i don't (laughs) i don't think they'd be really good at beating anybody up and the final question is what top 10 list would you have this movie on
1: okay this is going on the top 10 list of movies who has the opposite effect of what they are aiming to achieve right? right so as a female starting to watch this movie and knowing what the topic was I thought, great, I'm going to feel empowered. This is going to be an interesting message about it's what's on the inside that matters rather than looks and things. However, it actually made me feel worse and it made me feel sorry for everybody in this movie. It made me feel sad that there are people out there, like normal looking people who, you know, think they're ugly and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's true. I would have this on a list of top 10 films where there is a great performance by one of the actors, but the film is otherwise crap, otherwise rubbish. <laughs> Not for me. Uh, as I mentioned, Michelle Williams gives a great performance. And it's quite timely because we reviewed The Predator recently. And the same thing happened there. Jacob Tromley gave an amazing performance as a kid. One of the Predator dogs also gave quite a good performance. Stacey's looking if she's forgotten that movie
1: although they were underdeveloped as character they still put on a good performance
0: (laughs) that's true anywho that takes us down to the end of the podcast thank you everyone for listening as we went through these two films Tag and uh, I Feel Feel Pretty Pretty. let's never talk about these films again agreed Have you got any anything else you'd like to say before we end this podcast, Ace?
1: Send in movie suggestions because, as you can see, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel with these. Uh, we're wanting something a bit fresh and different and something that you actually want to hear about and potentially we could have some interesting conversations about.
0: That is correct. <laughs> now, where can people find us if they want to get in touch?
1: They can get in touch with us via Twitter, at MovieReviewsIn, or send us an email directly, m-r-i-t-q-s at G email.com or head us on our facebook page movie reviews and 20qs and that's about it
0: yeah apologies to all those couple of thousand people that emailed me and i haven't been checking the emails lately
1: okay well you better get on to that
0: no it's mostly just hate mail Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah straight to junk
0: yeah yeah (laughs) And, yeah, that's pretty much thanks for me. Upcoming films that we're going to be doing is Commando. Uh, Me, Machu, and Spanky are going to do Machu's favorite film. Also going to do Mad Max Fury Road. We've been waiting to do this for a while, and me, Stace, and uh, Spanky are going to do it. Really looking forward to that. And, yeah, that's pretty much thanks for me. Fun fact of trivia about this podcast, I've recorded this while naked.
1: Thank you. It's true. Goodbye. (laughs)
0: Well, we couldn't get in three people, but just like my sex life, it's always better when you've got at least one. It's Stacey. How are you, Stacey?
1: Don't you mean I'm at least two? Oh, I don't... I think we could be here quite some time before either of us thinks of an answer.
0: Hello, good people, and welcome to the podcast of MeReviews and 20Qs.
1: Too mumbly. <laughs> i a vampire!